Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Dr. Nidra Kassa, and I am an Associate Professor of Elementary Education at Georgia Southern University. Today, I'm going to talk about conferencing with parents. As a first-year teacher, one of my biggest fears was meeting and conferencing with parents. I was concerned they might blame me for their child struggling, either academically, emotionally, or socially. Unfortunately, this was not an unfounded fear, and I had to deal with several situations like this, only increasing my anxiety about communicating and conferencing with parents. It took me several years and many conferences for me to feel confident when I had meetings with parents. With my experience in mind, I want to share some tips with you to help minimize these negative experiences. Parents and primary caregivers may understandably feel frustrated when their child is not being successful in school. Sometimes this frustration can manifest into negative or sometimes combative behavior towards you as the teacher. Situations like this unfortunately put you as the educator on the defensive, feeling like you have to justify yourself when a student is struggling. With that knowledge, there are ways to proactively prepare that won't place blame on you or the parent or the child. As educators, we want to build bridges with these families, not erect walls or barriers. Ultimately, parents and teachers want the same thing, to help their children be successful. If we can keep this in mind, even with the most difficult parents, communication will be so much easier. While not always avoidable, I have some tips to help you minimize the occurrence of some of these situations. Before the conference even begins, be proactive. When a parent requests a conference, give them some available times that you have and ask them what the meeting is in reference to. Always ask what it's about because if you know what this discussion is going to be about, you can be prepared and ready to discuss those concerns. You do not want them to come into the conference with you and then be blindsided with their concerns or what they want to discuss with you. Another point to focus on is to be transparent. If you are the one requesting the conference, please explain specifically to them why you're requesting to meet with them. Just like you, parents don't want to be blindsided by what you want to meet with them about. And that can add more anxiety before the meeting even begins and put the parents on the defensive. Be prepared. Gather important documents and have them readily available for discussion. This may include student work samples, anecdotal notes or documentation about behaviors, or emails you have sent parents in the past about the topic being discussed. And then follow up. Make sure to send an email or a note home to confirm the day and time that you're scheduled to meet. Once we have scheduled the conference and you are prepared, there's some things to keep in mind during the actual conference. Regardless of who requested the meeting, you set the stage. You walk to the door of your classroom, shake the parent or primary caregiver's hand, and welcome them into the classroom. Tell them how much you appreciate them taking the time to meet with you. If you requested the conference, explain again why you requested it. Even though you should have already informed them what you wanted to meet with them about, just a simple reminder will be beneficial for them. When the conference is parent or primary caregiver initiated, begin by explaining what you understand to be the reason that they requested the conference. Explain what it is you want to do for the meeting by providing an overview. For example, you might say something like, I would like to speak with you about James or John, whatever name you want to use, science paper. And then I'd like to have some feedback from you about how we can move forward to ensure that he succeeds. With that in mind, stick to the script. You have an outline that you've prepared, that you've described to the parents. 
if they attempt to deviate or interrupt, just give them a gentle reminder of that outline. For example, you may say, I really appreciate the, the feedback. Let's go ahead and get through this part and then we'll move on to this next section. Provide documentation as well. During the conference, have the documents you prepared prior to the meeting readily available for the discussion. Before you start talking about concerns, identify some strengths about the student's work or behavior when possible. It's important to know that their child is not just completely academically struggling or completely failing to behave in class. If you're talking about a student's work, point out some positive components of the assignment, maybe how strong the organization is or how well developed the story is in their writing. Even provide specific passages to demonstrate this to the parent. Once you've identified some strong points, now it's time to point out some areas that they're struggling with or need improvement on. Explain or point out what might be wrong with the assignment or wrong with the behavior and give specific examples to support it. Then reinforce or explain what your expectations had been for the assignment or what your rules, routines, and procedures are for behavior, which will prove helpful when explaining to parents why a child received the consequences that they did or the grade that they did on an assignment. Another key component during the conference is to identify supports. So explain some strategies that you have used to help support the student until this point and whether those strategies were or were not effective. And then another component of during this conference is to seek input from the parent or primary caregiver. You may be the specialist in elementary education and working with students and content areas, but they are the specialist on their child. You need to seek their input. You value that. So how can you and them, so how can we help this student be successful? Give parents or primary caregivers credit. Tell them that. Tell them that they're the experts and that if we can work together, we're going to be able to identify ways to better and further support them. If time allows, maybe brainstorm some possible ideas during that time. At that point, you thank them for coming and that you look forward to following up with them and seeing how those strategies that you have brainstormed work for that child. After the conference, don't forget to follow up. Send them an email or a note thanking them for meeting with you. Summarize the meeting's major points and what plans that you decided together and collaboratively to put in place to support the student moving forward. Then it's important to provide updates, to continue to give regular updates to the parents or primary caregivers on the child's progress. The parents are gonna appreciate hearing from you. And sometimes those are the things that we kind of forget and they fall by the wayside. Set a reminder on your cell phone, set a reminder on your calendar, in your journal, whatever it is that you use to organize your week, your month, put it there as a reminder. Once a week, just touch base and give them an overview and just keep them updated. They really are going to appreciate that. In summary, I hope these tips and suggestions may help you avoid some of the negative experiences I had during my first year. Always keep in mind that parents want their child to be successful. You want your student to be successful. And creating a proactive, positive, and a collaborative environment with these families can help reduce the likelihood of negative experiences, as well as maximize the chances of establishing and maintaining productive and constructive relationships with parents and primary caregivers. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you.